So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're having a great day. And let me ask you, when is the last time you exercised? Uh, have you have you do you have a regular exercise program or is is it something you do kind of occasionally when you just think you should because you go to the doctor and the doctor says are you exercising or or better yet you're getting ready to go to the doctor and so you want to be able to answer that question is yes so you start it's sort of like what people do before they go to the dentist right they start flossing their teeth for a lot of people that right before they go but with exercise it's a cumulative effect with so many things so it's you need to choose something and do it regularly. And I like to tell my clients, don't let any two days go by consecutive, you know, you know, two days in a row go by where you, you haven't moved your body. And so that makes me, you know, ask you, what do you consider exercise? Because, you know, movement is the goal movement. And we know that movement helps lower blood sugars. And so um, you know, you might be thinking, oh, to exercise, I have to go to the gym. I have to, um, you know, now get a gym. I have to get have special clothes. I have to lift weights. And, and mind you, resistance exercise is, is really good, like lifting weights. But you don't have to go to a gym to do it, okay? Um, you know, some of the most effective exercises we can do are so simple thing, you know, we can use our own body weight as weight, um, such as, you know, lift, you know, uh, push-ups on your knees, uh, you know, just ab work, you know, sitting, kind of sitting up, squats, just literally squats, toe raises as you're waiting for your coffee to heat up in the microwave or something, just, you know, go up on your tiptoes and do 20, um, you know, heel raises off the stair. You could do the same thing. There's so many things you can do within your um, your home, okay, but you never have to leave the comfort of your home. It just takes a little initiative and creativity, right? So, uh, and the same is with walking. Walking is a, a wonderful exercise. Not only is it a great mind release, um, you get outside if you decide to do that. Now, if you're in a low, I talked to a client yesterday where it's like, oh, I'm you know in the Midwest and it's been raining. Okay, well, maybe you can give a treadmill. Could you go to a mall? Um, I think they're opening back up again. Could you go to a mall and just walk around? Um, leave your purse in the car because you don't want to go shopping, right? Uh, it'll, it'll be an expensive uh, outing. But, you know, just go and walk. And, you know, you can window shop. And it's like you're moving. It doesn't have to be look any certain way. 
So, um, you know, my sister uh, has been a personal trainer and she used to try to get her clients, just do your own chores, you know, clean the house, mow your lawn. Uh, so much of that we, people hire out or they don't do on a regular basis, right? Because they're too busy. So even if you just did those sort of chores, you're moving your body. So just think about movement. So um, there, I interviewed a fellow recently um, and he's going to be on the summit and he talked about, um, you know, exercise and he's an expert in that area with blood sugars and exercise. And, and I, I can't wait to bring you that, um, that episode, but he talks about, you know, just moving and there, he, the, he had a, um, someone he worked with that used his system. And I think he has an app that was like couch to 7.0, meaning 7.0 A1C, right? And that took you literally doing chair exercises with your arms. Okay. To just get your, um, you know, and, and we, I did this little drill with him. I held my arms up for a period of time and I did little arm circles and as you sit there, you start feeling them fatigue. So a little bit of a burn kind of is the feeling, I guess you could say. And that's literally your muscles using up your glycogen, your stored glucose. Um, and when it starts to, 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 to function, so it, it, it's got this stored glucose to function. And as you start using it, then um, it's going to need to replace it. Okay. So that's, that's how your muscles work. And so it's going to be looking in your bloodstream for more glucose to refill those pockets or those, he called them parking spaces in your muscle. It was really a great analogy he used, and I can't wait for you to hear that. Um, and so that's how it works. It's more complicated than that biochemist, you know, by the, in a biochemical sense, but of how the muscle works. But it was a great analogy for, for us lay people to really understand. And so that's why exercise is important. And not only does it just feel good and, and build your muscles. So the bigger your muscle is, right, the more you, the way your muscles get bigger is not by eating more protein. The way your muscle gets bigger is by using it, exercising it, moving it. Okay. And so the more the bigger it gets, the more glycogen it stores. And the more you use it, the more it needs to, to replace that those parking spaces in the muscle for the for the sugar molecules, and it takes those out of your bloodstream. So I hope that analogy helps. It helped me a ton, and it, it's one I'm now going to use to with my own clients because I just think that um, when you can get a visual about it, oh, that's why I'm doing it. That's why it's important. And then you know, and then it's just really the habit. Okay, it's start it's starting and sticking with it. And you know, any habit takes 21 to 30 days for sure. And it's just making that commitment to yourself. But there are some tips, okay? So let me give you those really quick um, that maybe it'll help you um, kind of get your head around it and, and get something in place. And if you're already exercising, awesome, awesome, awesome. And, you know, the goal is to do a little more than you did the day before. Um, and, you know, if you start on the couch, then, then that next day is, okay, I'm going to walk up the stairs 10 times or five times or two times or whatever. But let me give you a few tips. So the first is to assess your fitness level kind of know, you know, are you completely sedentary and, and really you want to not go all in. Um, it's like the, the new year's resolution, you know, what people make, it's like, I'm going to, I need to get healthy. I'm going to start exercising. 
and they go out and try to run a mile, right? Okay, I was guilty of this not too long ago. I was like, I'm determined to start my running regimen again. And I was walking regularly, but it's like, I want to get back to running. And so it's like, I'm going to run a mile. Okay, and I did it. I, I mean, I ran the mile. It wasn't easy. It was painful, actually. And I did it for a week. Okay, I was like, I'm going to do it every single day for a week. And my knees rebelled. Okay. My knees rebelled. And that's what stopped me from running in the first place. I was like, okay, I probably should have maybe jogged, walked a little bit. Okay. For a few, you know, two weeks or at least a week. And then I should have maybe done a half mile. And then I should have gone up to the mile. And then I should end the mile for like every other day and walked in between. Right. I, I didn't do it in a, a sustainable way. And so then I was off for a week. Okay. And then I had to start over. So it was, I, I mean, I know all these things, but I'm human. I just, ah, I'm like everyone else. It's just like, you want, you're so eager to get to your goal and um, just jump all in that sometimes that doesn't work. So really assess your fitness level. Um, and just know it's like, you know, can you, are you carrying some extra weight? Take that into consider, consideration of the, the movement you're going to do. Do you have pain when you walk? Well, maybe, or do you have foot ulcers or, you know, do you have neuropathy in your feet? If those are the cases, then maybe you should look, you can find a ton of, um, you know, chair exercises on YouTube. You know, you can sit and do these exercises and um, it's still beneficial. So it's, the idea is you're, you're moving your body more than you did before, right? Okay, so that's the idea. So kind of assess where you are and be honest. You don't, you know, little bits of movement are better than none. So just remember that, okay? Um, okay, and then kind of, like I said, decide what you're going to do. Decide, you know, are you going to, what are your goals? Do you want to just move your body every day? And then maybe get a little chart and mark it off every day that you do more. This is what I, this is how I play with my mind. It's like, okay, I put an R for the day I ran, you know, or when you can go back and go, oh, and it helps you realize that, oh, I thought I exercised yesterday, but I didn't mark it down. Did I really actually, because the days get busy and then you can go back and look, oh, that was really busy. I need to re, you know, redo my schedule. I need to get up earlier. I need to cut off work earlier so I can get out and exercise whatever it works for your schedule, right? You just really need, but what is your goal? Um, my goal was I'm going to be doing a big hike this summer and I wanted to have the cardio fitness for it that I'm, I'm, I'm walking and so, and I'm doing Pilates. So I'm getting the muscular fitness, but I'm going to have to have the cardio fitness. Okay. And they're different. There's aerobic fitness and, and then there's muscle, you know, fitness. I'm sure it's called something else. And so I'm doing the resistance training because ladies, I got to tell you, as we age, you start losing muscle mass. Okay. So you have to work hard to maintain that because having more muscle, not only is great for lower blood sugars and moving those muscles is great for blood sugars. It's always, it's also great for metabolism and burning calories. So, um, and it's great just to be, have a functional life. Okay. As far as wanting to climb the stairs, wanting to go on the hike, wanting to, um, you know, ride the bike, whatever it might be for you, chase the grandkids and, and do activities with them and not be exhausted, right? It's, it's important to have functioning muscles to be able to bend over and tie your shoes, be able to squat down and lift up your grandchild, be able to do those things. You need to have functional muscles. So, and to do that, you have to keep moving them. Okay. 
So realize what your goal is. And then, you know, um, kind of create a balanced routine where you, um, you know, what they recommend, what the um, Department of Health and Human Services recommends is getting at least 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity or 75 minutes of vigorous aerobic activity a week. Um, and, it, you know, you can do a combination of moderate to vigorous and um, that might look different for you. Okay, my vigorous might look different than your vigorous. Um, you know, I just jogging is a slow, a very slow jog, I got to say. It was like I could probably walk faster than I jog was my vigorous at, at that point. And so, you know, you might be out running like crazy or you your fast walk might be your vigorous, okay? It's really about, I used to say this when I'd go to yoga because I'm terrible at yoga. I just got to keep, you know, stay on my mat because my mat is my boundary of what I do. What everybody else is doing around me doesn't apply to me, okay? I'm watching the instructor to learn what I need to do and what I love to be doing it the way she is, of course, but I'm on my mat. What is my body? Listen to your body. What is my body capable of doing today? And then that's what I would do. And believe me, I am not flexible, so it was not pretty, but did I get something out of it? Of course. Of course I did. So, and then, okay, then start kind of slow and, and steady and progress slowly. I gave you my example of how not to do it. And then um, really find a, an activity and a routine. Find the times that work for you and then find an activity that works for you. Um, if you don't enjoy bicycling, don't do it. If you don't really enjoy um, jogging. I have some people tell me I don't like to run. Well, then don't do something else. Skip, jump rope, um, walk faster, you know, um, climb stairs, go on a small hike with an incline. Um, there's a lot of other ways you can get your heart rate up and just, you know, listen to your body. What, what does it look like when your heart rate's up? It's beating faster and you're, you have a little, you're kind of breathy. That means your heart rate is up. Okay. You don't need to be out of breath but you need to be breathy. And that means your heart rate is up. So, um, and then include fun activities. So maybe, you know, it doesn't mean because you walked today that you can't do anything else. So, you know, like I might go out and walk and, and integrate my jogging in there a little bit. And then I also do Pilates on the same day, or I come back and I'll do my squats and my stretching and, and stuff. So, you know, I kind of incorporate you know, little routines in where I do a little bit of each every day. And, um, you know, and then, and then uh, when you're sore, allow time for recovery. So if you've overdone it and you feel your sore muscles, we like to call it, we're pleasantly aware of our muscles when we work out in Pilates, because the next day you might feel them a little bit. And um, to me, I'm like, oh, that feels really good because it means my muscles getting stronger. Okay. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. There's a difference between pleasantly aware of your muscles and an injury and you'll know the difference. Okay. An injury, you can't use that body part. Your muscles was like, Oh, you go to reach for something. You're like, Oh, I, I feel my side muscles and you can still do the activity that you can still reach, but you just feel them. And you're like, Oh I, yeah, that's right. We work those out. And that means my muscles getting stronger. So in within two days, keep drinking lots of water. And then I move some more. I don't just stop. I, maybe stretch them out gently and I move some more and the soreness goes away and my muscle has now gotten stronger. Okay. 
So just know that. But for if you have type 2 diabetes and you're going to take up a walking regimen, it's really important to have good shoes and good socks, okay? Because you want them, and you should be checking your feet. And so I just want to throw that out there um, to know that, you know, um, especially if you have any sort of neuropathy and you may not realize you have neuropathy. So just give a quick, you know, look over your feet, make sure your shoes fit well. And, um, you know, just uh, make sure, you know, you have good socks and you change them regularly and, and then get out and walk and just don't overdo it, just, you know, get started. And then really it's just getting started. And there's ways to do that. There's getting a buddy. Okay. That always helps because if you have someone waiting on you, then you're more likely to go. If it's someone you love to see, then you're more likely to go, um, you know, and you can motivate each other. And it's great. I do walk and talks. I call them. I do walk and talks all the time. I used to do them with clients because it'd be like, Hey, let's have our session. We'll get out and we'll walk and you know, we'll run down kind of what they've been eating and all the barriers. And if we, you know, need to sit down and really have something out, we will. I'll send them an email to summarize it all. And the whole walking is just, um, they're killing two birds with one stone, really, because they're able to move their body and have this session. And then, you know, it's just, especially if the weather's nice, it's nice being outside. So get somebody to do it with you. Um, if you can't, don't have a friend or you're not doing ex exercise out outside, get a, a video. There's a great, um, you know, a lot of great YouTubes. There's also a lot of online programs because people are just going that way. I used, during the pandemic, I was doing my Pilates online, um, you know, and so it's just, you can find memberships that you can get into for not much money. And it's just a great community, community to be part of. So and it's just really getting started. Just make that commitment to yourself. Set up your chart and mark it off. If you don't do a day, don't beat yourself up. Just do the next day. Okay. Try to go, don't go, you know, two days a week. You know, try to make sure you go um, every other day or try to do every day and take one day off. Um, the key is to just really move. So, and then, like I said, monitor your progress. That's really um, helps you really be proud of what you've done. And like, oh yeah, I, I look at I did so many days in a row. Or and then pay attention to your body. So see how you feel. Are you having more energy? I find when I exercise, I have more energy. And so take note of that. Are you not as constipated because you know you're moving and you're drinking more water as you move? Um, and so it's definitely replenished. If you're sweating a lot, replenish your fluids. Be sure to do that. And um, there's so many great expert, you know, experts on exercise that you can follow. And so I'd encourage you to do that. But really, you don't need to spend any money to do this. You can just move. Like I said, vacuum with vigor. I put on some music and dance. Um, what is it that you like to do to move your body? And, you know, and then do that, you know, get, stop, you know, sitting and get moving. Sitting, they're saying, is like the new smoking because we sit at our computers all the time and you know, we're not moving our bodies enough. So I get it. I do the same. I'm at my computer a lot. I'm on the phone with clients a lot. I am on zoom meetings a lot, counseling and, and coaching. And so it's like, I've had to get a stand up desk so I can at least be standing and not sitting because it really, you know, it'll take its toll on your back and your neck.
So just know that, you know, stand up. If you're watching TV, stand up. Or on the commercials, stand up, okay? Um, if, you're, if you're watching TV on the commercials, stand up. Do some toe raises, do some squats, do some side bends. Um, get a couple of can of uh, uh, cans of beans and lift them like weights, you know, um, and just add some resistance to your to your movement. And you'll be amazed at um, that little bit, how much it helps. Just every little bit helps. And if you can't do the full, what is it, 150 minutes a week, and you strive, you're striving for 30 minutes a day, go ahead and try to just do it in 10-minute blocks because maybe you're working. So you have a 10-minute break. Go out and walk. Go, go do your stretches. Go do whatever it is, but move and break it up over 10 minutes all day long, and then you've got your 30 minutes in. So I hope this helps, and I'm getting ready. I'm kind of going through this because I'm going to get out and get out my get my exercise in right now, and I will be checking in with you. So um, let's say in a week, I will check in to see how you're doing, okay, and see, you know, just give you a reminder, hey, get moving. All right, well, have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Keep choosing plants, and now get moving. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time, and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.